Welcome to the Autonomy Talent Podcast, where we feature creatives, discuss what they do, what they do to promote their creative endeavors, and try to come up with new methods that might boost their results and yours. We'll also have the occasional industry expert here to talk about what's new in digital marketing. So enjoy the show and remember to always live intentionally. Welcome to another episode of the Autonomy Talent Podcast. I have a great interview today with Kristen Kay. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell everybody a little bit about who you are and uh, kind of what got you started in music. Well, I am a country singer-songwriter and I'm a solo artist and I'm also with the female country group The Highway Women. And what got me started um, is because music has always been my passion, and it's just something that I love doing. And uh, I've been singing pretty much my whole life, and basically, I would say I've professionally been doing it for the past couple of years, but I've been singing on stages since I could figure out how to do that. So (laughs) I just love it. So it just came out of me just loving doing that. So That's awesome. It's good that you've actually pursued that some of us uh, have had that passion for music since we were little but we kind of suppressed it and went and did the practical thing and got the job got the degree got the job got the office and all that stuff and come didn't circle back to that passion until much later in life so congratulations for not waiting like some of us do (laughs) and yes i'm speaking about my friend myself (laughs) hey i understand I was 45 when I started my first band. Oh, wow. That's crazy. But hey, I always say there's never a wrong time to start a new dream and do what you want to do because exactly. it's one life. So that's cool. Exactly. So what is it? You say you're, uh, you have your solo work and you're with the uh, the Highway Women? Yes. What do you have like uh, as far as your catalog? Have, what have you got out so far? far that you've published together well, and, and solo. Um, yeah uh so far well what i have put out with the group is um a song called stand up and fight and then after that um most recently we put out a song called god made me right and we're very very soon with um actually in the next week or so we're going to be putting out the song shake the dust a brand new song which we are very very excited for so uh those girls keep me busy (laughs) and i have a lot of fun in that group and it's it's been pretty pretty cool and then as of solo stuff i put out my debut single at the end of last year and I have another song ready to go, but uh, unfortunately, all this uh, craziness happened. So I haven't been able to go in and record my next single, but you know I'll be running in there as soon as I can and safely. But um, but yeah, so I am kind of waiting on that a little bit. But that's what that, I got so far. <laughs> that's a common theme these days. It's like everybody I talk to has like a single, new single or new album or something. They're they've got almost ready to release, but it's been postponed because of Corona and whatnot. So it's, it's not uncommon these days, of course. Yeah. Weird times. (laughs) Very much so. Man, it's been, it's been kind of crazy. So I was just going to get a feel for your, your back catalog, what you have produced up to date. And, uh, because I know I'd seen a couple of your tracks come across when I was doing the Quarantunes playlist and whatnot, but I wasn't sure the extent of your catalog. Um, it's been kind of a mixed bag of people I've talked to so far. You'll be about the uh, somewhere around the 15th or 16th episode of this show, so it's still fairly early on. But 
um, of the the people I've talked to so far, they've run the gamut from people who have been in it right at I had like a string of about three different guys that had all been in the business for about two years, actually producing and putting out music publicly. Nice. But then, but then they were flanked by one guy that's got thirty plus years as a working musician, and uh, another guy that's been like solid in it for fifteen years plus, and then some others that have been you know doing it for a while, and so it's it's been kind of mixed, and it's really been cool to listen to all the progression, see some of the guys have been a little older, been doing it for a while, learn some of the stuff that they've you know that they've learned over the years that they shared and then the Very new people cool. what's popping for them what really got them going because like a, one kid that's got he's been doing it for like 18 months less than 18 months when we talked and wow. and it was he was already getting like thousands of streams every month on, every month on spotify and had like like over 100 he had a song with like over 100,000 streams wow. already and it was like holy crap that's awesome <laughs> yeah so it's just been it's been amazing talking to all these people, yourself included. Now it's just, well, I I've enjoyed it, and it's just I love to hear where people are and what what got them here, and then then what they have going on coming up, and and then more long term. So while we're since we're on the subject, what do you have coming up? I know you just said you have a, this little one single there, and the and the Highway Women have another one about ready to come out as well. You said. Well, yeah, uh, Shake the Dust is actually the next Highway Women single that's going to be coming out. Um, I believe it goes on pre-order very soon here. But um, next, it should be coming out next month. And then we'll be uh, having a music video come out soon after that for that song, which we're excited about. Um, yeah, um, as of my solo front of things, yeah, I'm waiting to record my next single, but I definitely will be busting that out as soon as I can do that. Uh, I've been practicing it, just trying to get it solid so that I can just go in there and just nail it and get it done. So, <laughs> but yeah, but I'm really excited for Shake the Dust. I, that's going to be a really cool song. And uh, I, I think it's a little bit different than anything else we've put out. So I don't think people are going to expect it. So I think it'll be a nice change of pace. That's awesome. Glad to hear that. It's always good to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, for sure. That's that's why I've always kind of envisioned when I was in a band that we'd not get pigeon, pigeonholed into any, even not even any one specific genre, but definitely not one particular style within that, you know, subgenre or whatever within that, because I like to do so much stuff and I like so many, I have so many different influences and so do my, my bandmates now as well. So it's we're, when we do start actually nice. recording, it's going to be pretty eclectic stuff. We, we had a bit of a hiatus. I'm sure everybody that's listened to the show for a bit has gotten tired of hearing the fact that our studio our practice studio got hit by a tornado so in about five months we weren't able oh, to actually God. practice we could have found another place but we decided to wait wait it out and let them you know fix it up they've been good to us for a long time so we're like okay well we'll wait and just wait for them but in that time our old bass player came back because we were down we were all out of bass players at the time so it, that worked out well because john is a beast on the bass and really glad to have him back and and then we picked up our, our, our old, old guitarist came back to the band. So now we have a two guitar, guitar set. We have him to play leads because I'm a rhythm guy. So that's really great to ah, have, gotcha. have, him, have him come back in to play the solos and such. So we went from down to a three-piece up to a five-piece now. And we just got back into practicing about two weeks ago. So nice. Uh, I hope to be getting some stuff ready to go pretty darn soon here. Yeah, I understand the struggle. We... Uh... The highway women are also kind of in a weird spot because of uh, the whole situation. We're just trying to figure out the best time we can get back together. Because, see, all of us are from different states. So we usually um, end up flying together to the same, to um, Nashville. Luckily, two, two of the girls are actually in Nashville. I'm in Kentucky, so I'm not too far. So um, I usually go over to Tennessee and then uh, our girl Heather is from Texas, so she's the farthest. <laughs> but so sometimes it's a little bit of a struggle, but we, we were consistently doing rehearsals and then all this happened and we were like, dang it, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but stuff happens and we are so excited about everything that we're doing and what's coming up. And uh, we're not about to stop this train anytime soon. <laughs> so 
<laughs> I'm still excited for everything coming. That's awesome. Yeah. This this whole pandemic thing, I've talked with this couple different guests about this now that uh I think it's gonna wind up being a net positive in the end because it's for for many different reasons across many different areas of life, but in the music industry particularly it has really brought the indie community much closer together. Um, I agree. And like, it, you just go on Twitter and look at what's happening over there because that seems to be where a lot of the indie community yeah. seems to be con- congregating these days. And uh, it's just amazing how many people are out there just helping each other. There's like several people I've talked to now I've met via Twitter, and it's just like they're they're all out there just spreading the love for each other and just really helping put each other yeah. on. And it's just amazing how it, to see how that's been progressing as of late. Yeah. It's been interesting. Cause honestly, um, I've been like, I've had a Twitter account for like a while, but I would say since maybe like the end of last year, the beginning of this year's run, I really started to get more serious and be more active on Twitter and really talk to people on Twitter And it's been kind of interesting because, like you were saying, I've met so many people and so many new, uh, so much new music, but so many new artists and stuff through there. So it's been really fun. And that's cool because that's how we ended up meeting. But um, but yeah, it's been interesting uh, getting to hear a lot of different music and stuff that I normally wouldn't necessarily come across. That's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. I've definitely um, expanded my sphere of influence also this way. For sure. And it's a good place, you know, if you want to find people to collaborate with, too. Like I've already got a True. couple of collaborations in the works because of this, because of Twitter and doing this podcast and whatnot. I'm actually nice. working, trying to work on a guitar part for an EDM artist right now. So it's, wow. it's really kind of, I don't know, it's been, a, it's been a great experience so far. I'm excited for it uh, to see how far this actually goes, but I really want to try to collaborate and get more of a collaborative mindset going to more genres of music because like nice. hip hop has been like doing, doing a uh, collabs for a long time now. I mean, like you look at, yeah. you, you pull up any hip hop artist on Spotify and they have at least probably close to half their tracks have at least one or two featured artists, uh, pop artists or like you look at every big pop album that's out right now and, Every one of them has like a featured rapper on it, throwing a verse True. on at least one or two tracks. Yeah. So it's and they've figured that out. I want to start doing that more with like, I want to start like being able to provide some riffs and be um my, maybe my drummer do some beats and stuff for some hip hop and for some EDM and maybe get them to produce some elements that we can introduce into our music and and cross genre collaborate with multiple genres. I think that's that's going to be a, a, exceptionally fun and interesting yeah uh, for sure you know way to go about producing so i'm really looking forward to that i'm trying to talk with my bandmates says i mean they're all on board with it so we just got to figure out who oh get some people we want to work with and like get, get somebody to throw a verse that we can play over at some point or mix in with our one of our songs and maybe get them to come play live with us at some point you know and things of that nature it's just there's all kinds of different stuff you can do it's the possibilities are endless that's very cool. I feel like the future of music right now, um, a lot of people that actually have like studios and their house and equipment and stuff. I know a whole lot of people that are recording their own stuff and like flying it to a studio and then they like put it all together and produce it. I'm kind of jealous because I don't have any of that stuff and I'm kind of trying to up my game as of just like more equipment for going live on like Facebook and Instagram and stuff, because that is like the new thing. And uh, I will say though, at least if we had to have this happen, I am very, very glad for social media because at least all of us artists still have somewhere to uh, give our music to the fans and still be able to interact with them, you know, whether it's comments or going live or anything. It's not the same as live music for sure, but I'm at least glad that we have that connection with everybody. So that is really, really cool. Right, there's that outlet for your uh, creativity, plus there's that you have that way to 
communicate directly with your fans. It's not like the days of old where you you just had to throw your your stuff out there on the radio and hope people wound up listening to it, you know, and hope they went down to the store and bought your records. You could go directly to the fans and talk to them yourself these days. It definitely made um, musicians' relationship with fans um, a lot more intimate, I feel like, because you can literally just message people on Twitter or Instagram and get to know them. I know there's, like, certain fans I know better than others just because they've chatted with me. And I try to give them as much time as I can, even though I know I'm super busy. But I always like to, you know, be there for them and stuff. And it's kind of cool to get that more personal relationship with them. Yeah, man. And another good thing about this pandemic is that it has th- – that's always been the case with the social media. Like for the people who were really pursuing it and really building a relationship with their fan base and were the ones who were winning before. And a lot more people are starting to figure that out now. So Right. There's a good and a bad to that. The good part is that a lot more people are figuring that out. A lot more bands and artists are really starting to come to the forefront in that, and they're starting to really – be more interactive and they're going to help they're going to grow themselves and they're going to be more interactive with their fan base their fan base is going to be happier and everybody's going to win 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 but that's also right. going to make social media much more noisy and crowded so you're going to have to really step True. up your game if you want to keep pace with everyone else yeah i would agree with that for sure that's kind of why i've been um debating on getting like more specific equipment for lives to just make things like better quality and like better lighting and stuff like that just because like you said you're competing with so many other people but you do want to become like you know come off very professional and stuff like that um as you kind of progress with your uh with your music and your fan base and what you're doing but um but yeah I'm really glad for social media for sure and I agree with you it's been interesting because everybody who already had lives down to a science they had the upper game on everybody else <laughs> like us who are still trying to figure out how to do that. Um, I have here and there, but nothing like some of the really professional folks have like put together and have like a setup. So I'm figuring that out. But I agree with you also, everybody who figured out social media like and built a really good fan base on there had the upper hand as well. At least I've been pretty solid on that side of things. I'm always, like, interested um, in expanding social media and getting to know people and stuff through it. Because I found you make, like you said, you uh, make so many connections and stuff, whether it be with fellow business people, fellow musicians, find new fans. Like, I like being able to connect with them that way. And I'm also, like, that person that actually really likes social media um, interaction and marketing and stuff. Like, I'm weird. <laughs> Most musicians hate doing it, but I actually really like it. So. I know that's why I do that's why I do what I do because that's that's my, one of my other passions is like marketing promotion and I've I've done it for small businesses and stuff you know local Very businesses cool. and whatnot for years and I nice. I decided just to to direct all that towards music and just kind of combine those so that's that's, that's kind of awesome. what's leading me in the direction I'm headed right now as well but. You're talking about the people that or we're both talking about people who kind of had this game figured out already. There was a band that I interviewed. The, well, I interviewed the husband and wife duo in the band because they, they couldn't all get together because of the quarantine and all right. that such. But, <laughs> but at least the two of them, their husband and wife, lived together, so I had both of them on. And they, uh, they've been doing this. They'd been doing live streams for like a year or better before this quarantine hit already. Wow. They typically did them at a little local bar of theirs or that uh, a practice space or something. I think it was a. Oh uh, wow. They would mix it up a little bit in both places, but um, they're they're out of New York. They're kind of a punk rock band called Bad Mary, and uh, nice. They'd been doing this for over a year already, and they they had it figured out. They had this game figured out, and they were they've done really well with it. They said they funded their last album this way because wow, they they uh, would go on Facebook Live and do like a 30-minute to, to hour-long set on Facebook, and then they would close that down and let everybody knows, okay, we're going to continue the show over on our Patreon account. And oh, so they would go live wow, on Patreon later as a bonus for their Patreon subscribers, and they also nice. have, have a really good, like, initial setup, you know, free stuff you can download when you first sign right. up as a Patreon and all that stuff. And they have different tiers, of course. And 
but they've said they pretty much funded their last album from their Patreon account. Wow, that's pretty cool. I yeah, that's, that's the thing I think that a lot of us are figuring out is like, if you do lives, how do you, how do you still find a way because it is a business? How do we still find a way to like make some type of income because right. we're all used to going out and doing live shows and getting paid? So yeah, it's it's interesting. We're kind of all having to think outside the box, but uh, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, I've seen it's some people, you know, they'll do like a come up with. Yeah, I've seen some people do like a. Uh, a, a, a link in there like they'll do a uh what you call it the uh watch party on facebook and there'll be a link in it to where you can go click to uh it wasn't paypal but someplace like that where you can go just leave a tip you know like a virtual tip jar thing yeah there's a lot of that for sure yeah a lot of people putting up their paypal and venmo and different accounts when they go live so that you can like send them tips that's really cool i know people have been decently successful doing stuff like that that's i hadn't that's good i hadn't heard in any results of that as of yet so i hadn't heard of anyone really having any success with it i mean i know people have here and there it seems like for the most part at least a lot of my friends as well um as myself uh, a lot of people have been trying to push their merch which i make that makes sense because like it's a really cool way to be able to support um, artists that you really like and show off their name and stuff and post yep. on Instagram. Be like, oh, hey, follow them. But then also when you buy their merch, then you at least give them some type of income to keep their music going. So I think that has been something I've actually done is buy some of my friends merch as well, trying to support them. I think that's a, a really good way to do it right now because then at least you get something cool and then you can show it off and further kind of like show um, show them off to other people and tell other people about them. So that's been one good way that I've uh, seen so far. That's awesome. Yeah, I've, everybody's pushing merch too that I've seen even you know from t-shirts to stickers and everything. So. Yeah, I only have autograph photos up right now, but I've been surprised how well it's done, and I appreciate my um, fans for being awesome and buying a bunch of them. But uh, but it's it's been cool, and I'm definitely trying to figure out right now how to sort of expand things. Cause hey, I'm still at the beginning of things, so I'm still figuring out a lot of this. <laughs> I hear you. Let's look. I have a a friend I've made via Facebook recently that's a country singer in uh out of austin and he just nice. did he just did an album release party like two weeks ago during oh, all this wow. he did a virtual album release party and he had nice. copies of the cds to send out and and all kinds of stuff to like it was crazy and he he wound up the next uh, the, a day or two later he took a shot or a little video of himself in the car with like a stack of CDs in the passenger seat that he was taking to the mail to the post office to go mail and but he did it virtually wow. and he did like he would sit there he was outside and he would sit kind of he had this little cool little setting where he was set up to do his video and he would kind of talk for a little bit and then they'd play one of the songs off the new album and they did like three or four songs off the new album for this little uh, release party it was a really interesting way of doing it I, I, I thought he really thought it through and it was very well ex executed it was I was really impressed by that. Wow, that sounds pretty cool. That's a really good idea. Shane Allen, I think was his name. Um, okay. Let's go cool. look him up. But uh, actually, I need to get him on the show. I keep forgetting to hit him up about that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so if you're listening to this man, uh, hit me up. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Yeah. It's interesting seeing how everybody's kind of converting everything to digital. Got to do what you got to do. Exactly. And yep. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't let this uh, this whole thing stop him from releasing it, you know, because he, he, he had it ready to release and it was just kind of waiting for the date when all this crap went down. So he's like, well, hell with it. I'm going to release. I'm going to do my release anyway. And, and it worked out for him some. Well, that's good. I mean, it's definitely us all figuring out how to uh, change things up. And uh, I'm interested now to actually see how much this changes the future of the music business. Because mm -hmm. obviously, I know, you know, things might not always be like exactly right how it is right now. 
But um, it's definitely interesting to see what the future of things look like and how how many things uh, and how we normally do things, how they change in the future because of everything that's going on. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I, I definitely think people are going to uh, be more uh, tuned to the digital scene than they have been in a while. I know it's it's been a big thing and it's grown over time in the last so many years for sure, but it's definitely bigger than it's ever been. It's kind of interesting. Most definitely. And in several different areas of life, this, there's going to be some things that are just forever changed. And I mean, like just not only our just our perspective of the world now is going to is forever altered after this, but I was yep. talking about my daughter It came up the other day when we were driving around Actually, I'd been out the day before, went to grab just some fast food because I was like, I'm tired of eating sandwiches and crap. So I went down the road to get some fast <laughs> food. And like every place that I went, there were at least 12 to 15 to 20 cars in the drive through lane. Yeah. And because all the drive throughs that's all you could do was go through the drive through A few places have started opening their dining rooms now just within this past week. But this was a right. week before. And um, it was just like every drive through was packed and you were going to sit for 15 20 minutes no matter where you went in that drive through and it got me thinking I'd be willing to bet that within the next year you start seeing some brands start experimenting with with opening smaller stores with no dining room and drive through only shoot maybe i don't know i guess it depends how long this goes and how it exactly goes down <laughs> i'm not sure but definitely i think that um it's gonna change businesses in general not obviously not just the music business but all businesses and their model is definitely going to change accordingly but i know what you're saying and the hard thing is i feel really um bad for everybody who's in restaurant because most of them i feel like on occasion when I have gone to the drive throughs because at least you can do that still in Kentucky. But um, the few times I have, like you said, the line is crazy long, not only because people can't really go in, but also because um, most of the time they have a lot of reduced staff. So they really don't have that many people there, which is good on them because, you know, they're trying to be safe and keep everybody distant and everything. But um, but I feel really bad for them because there's less people. But then you have all these people in line in the drive-through, so it just makes things a little crazy. But I mean, the good thing is for the most part, I think most people have been understanding and just like being like, hey, this is what it is right now. And all I gotta say is we're all in quarantine. What kind of hurry are you in? <laughs> like, where exactly. do you have to go? So like, you might as well be patient with them because. I would not want to be in the position they're in, and I feel bad because I know I've worked day jobs before where I've been short-staffed, and I know how that um, can be difficult for sure. Definitely, and just to all the people that have lost their jobs because of this, you know, they're either yeah. temporarily or permanently like some of us. And, like I lost my day job, yeah. and I've been doing this full-time for the last, like now, oh God, I guess going on seven weeks. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, it's something crazy. <laughs> Yeah, so. I mean, it's been good for us musicians and us uh, artsy folk because we've gotten to do like more with our music and stuff that we sometimes haven't has that haven't had as much time if we were, you know, full time with a day job. And sometimes that gets in the way. But um, it's definitely not um, what we would prefer because then a lot of people are unemployment. That's a whole thing. It's it's a weird situation. <laughs> For sure, but um, but I've just told everybody the best thing you can do is make the most of your time and make the best of the situation, and it's it's definitely not perfect, but there are some good things that I think will come out of this. So I just try to stay positive. Exactly, that's the same here, and you know, that's like you said, for us creative types, it's it's been great because we've had more time to explore their creative sides as well. So I've, I've haven't practiced as much as I would have wanted to, like actually playing guitar, but I've been doing a lot more work on the podcast and the website and whatnot for, for autonomy as of late. So it's been really beneficial in that regard, but I have gotten back into practicing some and our band is back to practicing. So that's, that's a big positive there. So that's good. It's been, it's really helped personally with my creative release. I've had 
a lot of time to work on that sort of thing. So it's been great. And I know a lot of other people have ex- had similar experiences. So you got to take the good nice. with the bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I personally have not played my guitar this much in a long time, mostly because I'm usually running somewhere all the time. Yeah. And I don't really have a whole lot of downtime sometimes to just sit there and practice for a long time. I mean, I would not say I'm like the world's best guitarist by any means, but I'm trying to get better at it because I'm trying to learn more songs and stuff so that I can go live and uh, knowledge is power. So the more that you know and the more skill set that you have, you it'll be helpful down the line for like songwriting and just playing out songs and stuff like that. So I'm kind of really glad that it got me refocused and uh, I had a little bit more time to get better at that. So that's kind of cool. I definitely feel you there. I, I tell people I'm the world's most okay guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I always say I can play enough to be able to, you know, like sing at, at the same time and do, you know, some. Ooh, see, I can't you know, do that. The easy G, C, D, E minor type of songs, but hey, <laughs> it's just. I, I might, I might strum, <laughs> strum chords like that and sing at the same time, but I'm not much of a singer anyway, so no one really wants to hear that as he is, but. <laughs> I totally get it. Everybody has their own strengths. It's all good. <laughs> I was actually just last night on a previous call. I was uh, talking about this. That I, I think I could expand my range a little bit and actually be a decent singer. I'm never going to be a like phenomenal singer, but I could be pretty good if I were to put the time into practicing it and working on that. But it's just one of those things that it's not one of my main passions. So I've decided to punt that and stick with what I'm, I know I can do and what I'm good at and focus hey, I totally my attention in, the, in an area that'll be more productive for me. So, Right. Especially at my age, you know, sometimes you've got to just decide, okay, well, that's something I don't really have time to mess with anymore. So put that on the back burner. Maybe one day when I'm way older, I might investigate that. But right now, uh-uh, I've got to focus on what I need to do. <laughs> Yeah, you can only focus on so many things at once, for sure, I've learned. <laughs> yeah, if you try to focus on too much stuff at once, you wind up just focusing on nothing. Right. <laughs> it's like the deer in the headlights. He stands there like, okay, which way do I go? And you wind up getting run over trying to make a decision. Right. <laughs> Oy vey. So, uh, long-term... What is your vision for your music career? Do you see doing the the band full time and kind of leaning more towards that or more towards your solo work or try to continue both of them simultaneously? Or do you plan on maybe exploring other projects as well? What, what do you have? What do you have in mind? Well, I can tell you what I could possibly guess, though. It seems the future always ends up being a little different than I anticipate. Or nothing at all, like what you anticipated. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But uh, because I will say, at least I actually never planned on being part of a band. Um, But it's been really, really cool. And that sort of happened because... um, When I was trying to work on launching my solo career, I think it was like now about two years ago. I don't know. I lose time. But uh, when I was trying to launch my solo career, I was basically um, using social media on Facebook specifically for the most part, just trying to uh, friend a bunch of people in the industry. Because I had some friends that were musicians in Nashville, and I kind of started getting to know people through them. And then I just started making my own friendships and trying to find my own relationships. And through all of that, I ended up finding the awesome manager that I have now, Jill Pavel. Um, and I ended up starting to work with Heart Songs Records. Um, so basically what happened is that I had friended her. I was doing like karaoke competitions because I just didn't know where to start. But I was like, I'm a singer. I'm just trying to get my voice out there. And so I started just doing all the karaoke competitions I could. Then I would upload the videos on my uh, music Facebook page. And she ended up, I think I invited her through a whole bunch of people I was inviting. 
um, to the page, she saw one of my videos and was really interested in it and thought that I was really good and reached out to me. And we had various plans, but eventually she had invited me to become uh, one of the members of the Highway Women. And I kind of was like, oh, what's that? And through all of us chit-chatting, I was like, okay, this sounds like a really cool opportunity. So I kind of took a giant leap of faith, showed up one day in, let's see, March of last year and started working with the girls and I really liked being part of the group and I liked working with Jill and then she was like hey I really enjoy working with you would you like to work with us as a solo artist as well and I was like heck yeah because I really love her so and I really believe in her and uh it it's been the best thing that I ever did. So it's kind of funny because I started in the group and then I kind of later like started to join with them as a solo artist as well. So it's been a weird trip, <laughs> but, uh, but it definitely taught me um, to take risks sometimes. And because I really didn't know anybody on the team, I didn't know Jill. I'd, it was just like a total leap of faith and it was the best thing that I ever did. Um, so as of going forward, uh, shoot, I always say I shoot for the stars. I'm very like goal oriented, which is why this whole ordeal has been a little weird for me because I'm always like planning ahead. And now we like can't really because we don't know what's going to happen. Um, but I always just try to keep pushing forward and I'm like a very determined, hardworking type of individual. So I don't know. I I shoot for the stars. I just keep going and seeing how far I can get with things. I, I would love to stay with the highway women for like a long time, to be honest. And we'll see. I mean, obviously I think it maybe at a certain point, my solo career might take over because it's hard to keep up with both of them, but who's to say, I mean, I'm just like whatever opportunities come my way. I try to take the best ones that I can and just keep going with it. But um, but I really enjoy working with the girls, and it's really cool because we all are country artists, but we're all, like, have different influences and have a slightly different sound, and literally each one of us is, is um, our own individual type of sound. Like, none of us sound, like, the same. So it's, it's kind of cool and why the group works and why it has a very unique sound in itself as a group. But it's definitely opened my eyes to different types of sounds and different um, styles within that country sound. Because country is even so broad, I feel like, somewhat right now. Because some people are more on the pop side and more on the rock side and stuff like that. Or older, more modern uh, styles. So, I mean, I, I'm down for anything. And I just want to, like, make it big as, like somewhere down the line I don't really know for sure what that means but I mean I hope to like sell out an arena someday and like undo stuff like that because I I am a huge dreamer and I always have been and luckily I never have lost that so yeah I try to hold on to that because the older you get you're like Ooh, like reality sets in but um but I, I just I don't know I I've seen a lot of things that people said I couldn't do happen so I'm like who's to say that couldn't happen so you just got to believe in yourself exactly you never put anyone else's opinion of you above your own yeah you know yourself way better than they do so well said well in some cases I know some people that don't know themselves at all they have no clue That's and true. they're just oblivious <laughs> and they're, they're uh as far as like self-awareness goes they have they're like a at like zero it's like how <laughs> and but I, I can't fault them because i i didn't have a really good grasp of me for a long time either it took until i was probably into my 30s before i really started waking up to the whole concept of self-awareness going you know what maybe i need to work on that and so but that's given me that's more important. than a decade now to be doing it so I'm, i think i've done fairly well with it so far so i, I know me pretty good now i would say if it's not me that knows myself well, I would say probably either my mom or my man manager, Jill, probably know me the best of anybody because they see the best and the worst the most of anybody. So 
I'd say they know me probably the best. So I know what you mean. Sometimes you, you're like, I don't really know how that came off. And they're usually the people I ask about those kind of things. So. And yeah. shout out, to, <laughs> shout out to Jill, by the way, for setting this up, for coordinating with us to get this going. Heck yeah. She's awesome. Absolutely. She's, she's good to talk to. I can see why you like working with her. Yeah, she. I I really wanted to start working with her because she's such a hard worker, and uh, it's it's really cool to find somebody who uh, genuinely cares about their artists and does everything from their heart. And sometimes in the industry, finding people who are on the manager or business or you know PR side of things. Um, they're just kind of in it to make money off of what you're doing, but she is never that way. She's, she, she hardcore invests in her artists and everybody that she works with. And it's, it's really cool to see somebody who just genuinely wants to take you where you want to go, just because that's where you want to go. Not because that's what they specifically want. I mean, obviously, you know, she's, she's going to get accolades cause she's killing it, but, uh, but I, I definitely think it's cool to see somebody who genuinely just cares about you as a person. Cause I feel like so, oh, so much in this industry, when you're on the business side of things, people are like, they see you as a name and a product and like, they don't see as you as much as a person. And, uh, you're definitely still a person no matter how big or small you get. So that's, that's really important. I think that's cool. Absolutely. And there's been a lot of, of course, shady stuff going on in, in the industry, like any other industry for decades, but yeah, <laughs> and there's some of that is going to be propagated because there's so many independents out there now. A lot True. of them are not, a lot of them may not be as like kind of wise to the ways of the shady folks, but they might, there might be some people fall victim here and there, but on the same token, the internet itself and the level of awareness of the world that everyone has now versus 10, 20, 30 years ago has really kind of opened everyone's eyes to that. So a lot of yeah. shady practices that went on as the norm 30, 40, 50 years ago can't really sustain now because they don't, they can't survive in the daylight. They have to lurk in the That's shadows true. and everybody can see what they're doing now. So it's, it becomes, in the, I mean, I'd go back to like the, uh, the me too movement as an example of that, where that was the taking advantage of uh, like the Hollywood people taking advantage of women at just at will, whenever they wanted to, to uh, force them into whatever they wanted to as in the hopes of furthering their careers was the norm in a lot of places and that's true and that just can't happen anymore you can't get away with it if you, you might get away with it once or twice but it's not going to go on long term like it did anymore so that's been i mean like one tweet one hashtag pretty much completely obliterated an entire practice that have been going on for half a century true so that's that kind of stuff that just can't survive in an environment like this so yeah, that is that is one plus of the fact that uh, information spreads so fast, and it's kind of interesting. Even I've I've seen that like especially on Twitter, where even just famous people will go somewhere and they'll get like really bad service or something will be like awful, and they literally tweet about it. And like five seconds later, you'll see a tweet from the company being like, "Oh hey, we're sorry about this." And then they like come back and it's crazy how much influence they have by just like, here's my experience. And I just tweeted like one like tweet on, on Twitter. It's it's interesting to see the, the power that they have now because you, you, I feel like like you were saying before with um, the Me Too movement or anything like that, a lot of stuff could be hidden before. But now it's just like. Oh, if you cross somebody the wrong way, they'll just put you on the internet and everybody in creation will know about it so fast. It's, it's like, in some ways it's really hard, but in other ways it is really helpful too. I never really thought of that, but both sides of it. That's interesting. Yeah. It's put it on blast and, and it, the whole world knows about it like instantly. Yep. And depending on your level of following, you know, you could, really you could crush somebody if you weren't you were not careful but um well they they 
have. That is unfortunately what they call the cancel culture now, which is a little yeah. There's excess. that too. Yeah. So that that's yeah. the flip side of this. It gets it gets carried yeah. people get carried away with it at times, but Thank fortunately there's. Sure. <laughs> I think yeah, that's just so more of a matter of this is. I think that's really uh, this is kind of all kind of new and it's some people have taken it to the extreme like that. We're still kind of working on finding the the happy equilibrium here and we're finding a good balance between you know, we have these voices we can do good with versus okay how do where do we pull that back a little bit and not just be an asshole about it you know so. right. <laughs> right. But then. It, People are people. There's always gonna, we're always gonna run the gamut. There's gonna be people that are going to take everything to extreme. There's gonna be more moderate people. And I've like, just like with politics, I've decided to just filter it all out. The people that are the loudest shouting on either side of the political spectrum, I just tune them out. Don't listen to them at all <laughs> because the viewers, the one yeah. shouting the loudest, you're the one that's got the biggest agenda. So I've said before, uh, I am on Facebook mostly only for just interacting with fans and music-based stuff. I don't read most of my Facebook feed because it's crazy. And I found that stepping away from it was good for me. So, I mean, I understand both uh, people, you know, having their opinions. But I think overall, it's really just, it's a really difficult situation because nobody's really ever been in this whole situation that we're all in. And so nobody truly knows the best way to deal with it. So then there's all these people continually fighting, being like, this is the way we should do it. This way we should do it. And it's like, no, we should really just try our best to help each other through this difficult time rather than trying to fight with each other and make it a whole political thing. Like, oh. but that's just my opinion. So <laughs> it's the same here. I've started tuning out all the news about it. I don't. I don't even listen to the news about the coronavirus anymore. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, y'all, y'all are gonna just sit up there and and yell back and forth at each other. Everybody in the whole process is trying to figure out how to how to handle this. That's in any type right. of leadership in any in any country or any agency. Every one of them along the way has screwed up at some point. So you've all right. made mistakes I mean, and you've all got some stuff right. And so you're just trying to figure it out like all the rest of us. We're all doing life together. We all screw up sometimes. We all do some good yep. stuff. And it's, this is no different. So quit bickering about what's, who screwed up what and just move right. forward. <laughs> yeah, I feel like – and I mean there has been a lot of this too. It's been nice to see people helping each other and being more united. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's still people that are going to be on both sides of the political front, and that's just what it is. But um, but I definitely am glad to uh, see people helping each other and doing different things for each other more than I feel like has happened in a while. I really hope that this situation brings people more together than they have been. But if nothing else, at least it has done that somewhat just just within families. I don't know about anybody else, but like I'm sure other musicians would probably say this as well. We're always like on the run and going somewhere and going to record a song, going to do photo shoot, going to do stuff, which we love. Don't get me wrong. I love that life. But because we're always like busy and working to the next, the next, the next, we never really stop to smell the roses and we never really, you know, get to spend as much time with our family and be there on the holidays as and all that stuff as much as we may be used to when we were younger before we got really busy with things. So, I mean, I miss being that busy, don't get me wrong, but I've definitely never been this in the moment in my life, I don't think, in like a really long time. Because usually in music, you're always working on your hustle and you're thinking about the next, 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 which... I, I is usually the way I think. So I think that's been at least for me and probably a lot of people, the hardest thing to adjust to is live for the day and do, make the best decision you can for the day because and, and just move forward with it and just take it a day at a time because we don't know what's going to happen and we don't know how this is all going to go down. Um but it's been really good to see people shift to being in the moment because ultimately we really should be because you never know what's going to happen and you should make the most of every day. 
So that's been kind of cool. And even with me playing more guitar and stuff that I haven't in a while, I, I specifically try to go out and enjoy the, the weather, obviously within distance and like, do you know, safely, but, um, but I, I've gone to more walks with my dogs and taken them out for, and, and at least uh, gotten out a little bit. Um, but I've definitely never appreciated a sunny day more in my life <laughs> than I do now. <laughs> when that's like all you really have besides being in your house, uh, a rainy day versus a sunny day can really make the difference. Definitely. And I don't know what's been doing up in Kentucky, but here in North Texas, it's been through this process, the weather has been really erratic for the first like three or four weeks yeah. of this whole thing. It was, it went from being like a high of about like 45 to hitting 91 and back down into the forties within a span of a week yeah. and uh, raining off and on hot, cold, hot, cold. And then it's finally leveled out some now, but we've just had rain again like two or three days ago at around the thunderstorms blow through for like an hour one night. And then it <laughs> blew out and back to sunny and warm again the next morning but it's just been yeah. crazy weather yeah I, I mostly feel bad for everybody who's been in Tennessee because their weather has been insane and they've had way too many tornadoes yeah and too many power outages and like all this crazy stuff and I always feel so bad for my friends that are there um going through all of that I mean we all forget like literally a tornado hit about a week before COVID got crazy in Nashville and we were all dealing with that and literally about a week later then they were like oh yeah we're all gonna have to lock up in our house like well what if I don't have a house anymore the tornado took it (laughs) I know it was so crazy and so it's just like people like didn't know what to do and I just I felt so bad for Nashville and Tennessee specifically. Obviously, there's been other places affected, but I guess I've just felt that one the most because uh, that that's that's like my other home. <laughs> like Kentucky and Tennessee are both like my own like homes in a in a sense. But uh, but yeah, that's been really hard. And every time stuff happens, texting my friends and my family, making sure everybody's good. But uh, yeah, I feel like they've they've been through it <laughs> with all of the tornadoes and I felt so bad about that whole thing. So, uh, yeah, I, I agree. The weather has been very, very weird. Cause I know a couple of days that I, you know, the few days that I went out to like go get fast food or something when you just want to break. Um, it's been weird. Like sometimes it'll be like sunny and then it'll rain, but it'll try to rain, but it'll stop raining, but then it'll like come back and then it's cloudy. And I'm like, what is mother nature doing? <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like, uh, I feel like it's weirdly enough. I feel like it almost connects to the whole like COVID situation somehow, but, uh, I don't Maybe. know. Or maybe Mother Nature just took up drinking. Who knows? I don't know, right? (laughs) (laughs) You can always blame that. I don't know. It's it's definitely been weird. It's funny because we all thought that we were going to be worried about the whole COVID situation, which we still are, don't get me wrong. But then it it was interesting to see the weather kind of have the same exact amount of chaos as, like, everything we're dealing with COVID on top of it. So, uh... It's it's been weird. It's been really weird. So there is no predicting the future at this oh, point. Oh, and don't forget murder hornets. They're a thing. Oh now. gosh, it's right. <laughs> I've yet to see one or even hear of anybody that's actually seen one, but I keep hearing. Yeah. No pun intended. The buzz about them on Facebook and all over. Yeah, definitely spread on social media real quick. I don't really know the truth of that whole thing, but that is pretty like what. I think the best person that explained this is like we're all in the middle of Jumanji. Like I don't exactly. know who started the game, but like man, I've seen memes that said that. Yeah. Like whoever started this game of Jumanji needs to cut it out. That's the only explanation I have. I don't know. That's I feel like that's the most accurate though. I don't know. Oh man, I do enjoy those movies, but dang. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I've only ever seen the very first one. I haven't seen any either. Well, there are two of the new ones, 
With, with... I think there are two. I have only seen the first uh, of the two newer ones, and it, it was very, very good. Yeah, I think the but... second one's just out in theaters recently. Where I, I'm yeah, pretty sure I, so. I haven't seen either one of those yet, but I've heard they were really good. I just haven't gotten yeah. around to checking them out. Yeah, I, I, I was kind of scared to see the new one because I, I really liked the old Jumanji movie so much. So I was curious to see how it went, but I, I really enjoyed it. It was really good. That's what I pretty much everyone I've talked to said that I was like, because I was had the same thing. I was like, mm, why redo it? It was it was good before. We just go on those you probably shouldn't right. miss. It's like, oh no, you should watch it. It's really pretty good. I was like, oh, okay, I'll check it out. But I just haven't gotten around. Yeah, to it. they took a different take on it, so I guess that's why it worked. They they didn't try to just do the same thing. I think that's why it worked. Yeah, and sometimes you can get away with that. Sometimes you change things too much, and then that winds up being a negative. So you just you just never know. It's kind of a crapshoot, but. Yeah, it seems like the reboots are the new thing right now. Yeah, it's been a while now they've been doing that. It's like, come on, have an original thought for once. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess it's the thing right now. Yeah, it's been a, been a trend for a while now. They've been rebooting everything from like horror series. Like there've been three different reboots of the like Chainsaw Massacre movies. I think over the years, or the Halloween movies, to to all the uh, um, you know just regular family movies like that. It's been rebooted over the years. All the live action versions of the old animated movies that have come out as of late. It's just there's been a lot of that. Yeah, for sure. Well, Kristen. We've been at it for about an hour here. By the time we uh, let you get on with the rest of your day. But before we go, I want to give you an opportunity to tell everyone where they can find you and where they can listen to your music for your solo act and for the Highway Women. So take it away and let us know. All right. Cool. Um, so for my solo music, um, you can find everything on my website, kristenk.com. It's K-A-E. And uh, you can find all my links to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I recently got a TikTok, but I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> and it's all under at the Kristen K everywhere. So it's to make everything easy. And for the Highway Women, it's on our website, highwaywomen.com. Same thing. They have We got a Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and they're all at Highway Women. So uh, you can check us out. And definitely go check out the Highway Women for sure, though, because... Uh, we got our new single, Shake the Dust, coming, and I am very excited for that. And I will link to all that in the show notes and on the, the description. So anybody that's listening, awesome. you can just scroll down, and the links should be down below in whatever podcast player you're listening to. If you, that if the, the links don't work in your podcast app, just go to autonomytalent.com slash podcast and scroll down and find the episode with, with Kristen, and all the links will be right there. So. Cool. And uh, – I wanted to tell you something else, and I just drew a complete blank. Oh, no. <laughs> <Happens>. <laughs> well, if I think of it, I'll tweet it, tweet you later. All right. There you go. Sounds good. All right, Kristen. Well, I've, I greatly appreciate you taking the time to come talk to me today, and thank you to Jill for setting all this up. It was a pleasure emailing back and forth with you as well. Well, thanks for having me. Awesome. Take care. Have a good rest of your day, and we'll talk to you real soon. All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Autonomy Talent Podcast. Whether you're listening as you're commuting to work or as you're washing the dishes or mowing the yard, we greatly appreciate you listening and helping us to support indie artists everywhere. Be sure to follow us all over social. You can find us at Autonomy Pod, all one word, on Twitter and Instagram. And we're also at Autonomy Talent on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, you name it, or you simply just go to autonomytalent.com slash links. From there, we have links to where you can listen to this podcast on your favorite podcast player, be it the Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Google Play Music, or even Stitcher. And also, there's the Podbean app. They are our hosting service, and they do have their own app. So if you grab the Podbean app, you can actually catch our show as well as many other podcasts. And lastly, if you go to that links page and you still don't see your favorite podcasting app, the one that you like to use, just drop me a note and I'll be sure it gets added to whatever player you like to use. To send me a message, just go to Autonomy Talent on either Twitter or Instagram and drop me a quick DM letting me know which app you like to use and I will go immediately or as soon as I can and add our feed to that app. And while we're on the subject of sending me a message... If you are an artist and you would like to be interviewed for this show 
or have your works featured on the Indie Artist Spotlight episodes that we release on Wednesdays and the occasional Fridays, drop me a line, same way, Twitter or Instagram, and let me know that you'd like to be featured. Shoot me a link with some of your work and I'll take a look at it and we'll see what we can do by getting you on the show. And that wraps up yet another episode of the Autonomy Talent Podcasts. Thank you again for listening and I hope you enjoy this half as much as I do because for me, it's it's a ball getting to talk to these amazing artists and getting to feature their works on the spotlight episodes that we do. It's just, it's just fun. So I hope you're having fun with it as well and we're going to keep cranking these things out. So in closing... Remember to always live intentionally.